Hello everybody, welcome to this week's episode of the Mustard Seed Leadership Podcast. We are on week two of a series called Developing the Leaders Around You, becoming super intentional about investing in leaders. And last week, if you remember, we looked at the big why. Why is it so critical? If you're not convinced of the why, you're not going to make the effort. Jesus made the effort. Luke chapter 6 and verse 13, when morning came, Jesus called his disciples to him and chose 12 of them whom he also designated apostles. And remember why it's critical, because if we want to impact the many, we have to invest deeply in the right few. And that's what this series is all about, a practical plan. How do we put a plan in place in our lives so that we are very intentional about developing the leaders around us. So last week, as I said, I looked at the why. Remember some of those reasons? Because God works through leaders. He's not going to work through angels and lightning bolts. He's going to work His plans through leaders. That's why the more leaders we raise up, the more people that God can use for His purposes. Because your church or organization's growth is capped by your leadership capacity. Unfortunately, churches and organizations don't grow in a linear fashion. They grow until they hit a ceiling. Something stops the growth. And typically in a church, that would mean people are, are joining, but as many people are leaving. Why? Your leadership capacity has been reached. And only when there's a change of leadership capacity will the church go to the next level. And thirdly, because by sharing the leadership, you will not burn out. God's solution to increased burden is to share that burden. And for the leader's well-being and for the people, it's good to share that load. So today I want to dive into... Um, Something that's equally important before we get to the very practicals, if it's so important that we invest in the leaders around us, why aren't everyone leaders doing it? Why, why doesn't every pastor do it? Why doesn't every leader of an organization make it a top priority? Well, I want to look at four heart attitudes that can limit your development of leaders around you. And number one, this might take you by surprise, laziness. Because here's the truth, it's easier sometimes just to do something yourself than it is to train, equip, and empower others to do it who don't do it as well initially, and so oh, let me just do it myself. That attitude can help you in the short term, but long term is very, very costly. In uh, Matthew chapter 16 and verse 23, Jesus turned and said to Peter, Get behind me, Satan. You're a stumbling block to me. You do not have in mind the concerns of God, but merely human concerns. What's the point? It's hard work. To invest in leaders. Jesus was having a struggle. Matthew 15 verse 16, are you still so dull? Jesus answered his disciples. Matthew 26 verses 40, then he returned to his disciples and found them sleeping. Couldn't you men keep watch for me for one hour? He asked Peter. In other words, Jesus was let down, frustrated. It takes hard work to invest in leaders. And sometimes when a leader is not prepared to do the hard work, it limits that leadership growth. A um, silly example, but uh, I've tried many times to try and grow things, try to grow some herbs or something at home. But the reality is I just don't care enough. And I know that because I come back a couple of days later and I forgot to water them for a few days. Now they've shriveled, now they've died. Bottom line is I'm not intentional because I just don't care enough. Same thing. Leaders, if we're not convinced of the why and it's just too easy to do it ourselves, we're not going to invest in the hard work of raising up leaders. Second Big reason why we don't develop leaders is because we are people pleasers. 2 Timothy 4 and verse 2 says, Preach the word, be prepared in season and out of season, correct, rebuke, and encourage with great patience and careful instruction. Two-thirds of that job, correct, rebuke, encouraging is easy, correct, rebuke. Those are hard conversations. 
And to raise up good quality leaders means you have to have many critical and sometimes uncomfortable conversations to them. It's a big part. Helping them see their blind spots, pointing out unhelpful behavior, challenging their attitudes. If you want to be popular more than you want respect, then you're not going to raise up leaders because you're going to avoid the tough conversations. So uh, I remember just reflecting on some of the leaders who have led me. I remember being challenged early on when I was missing church every second week to go and visit my fiance in another city. And the leader came to me and said, the call of God's on your life. You can't afford to keep missing church. Ouch. I kicked it, but it was a good word and it helped me make adjustments. I remember when I first started preaching, I would preach like this and I didn't even know it. But as I preached the word, maybe I was trying to get the butterflies to all fly in the right direction, but it was a blind spot and it took someone to say, hey Brent, this is distracting. We need people to speak into our lives, but sometimes it's awkward. If you're a people pleaser, not prepared to have awkward conversations, you're not going to be raising up leaders. Third reason is because uh, sometimes you, you might just be a control freak. A control freak is someone who battles to trust others and so holds on too tightly to everything. And uh, you might call it oh, a desire for excellence, but actually it's being enslaved to perfectionism where you're not prepared to trust others and you'd rather do everything yourself. Colossians 3 and verse 23 says, Whatever you do, work at it with all your heart as working for the Lord, not for human masters. And perfectionism is one of those things that wants to master humans. You're not doing it as unto the Lord. You're doing it as unto your pride. And there's a big difference. Yes, we should glorify God through excellence, but perfectionism is something that holds you back because you're not prepared to release and empower because others at first can't do it as well as you can. But you have to trust them and empower them before they will. Short term, this type of person can produce great results, but It'll become a lid on your leadership as you are now surrounded by a team of servants rather than a team of leaders. And lastly, this one surprised me. Sometimes it's a fear of division that stops a leader releasing other leaders. I spoke to some leaders in certainly in some cultures and nations where they tried to raise up leaders, gave a leader a platform, trusted them with some people to lead. And the result was they split off, started their own church, started their own ministry. And so the leader stepped back and said, I never want to do that again. I'd rather lead by myself. It's a tragedy and, and it hurts that sense of betrayal. And the reality in uh, Matthew 26 verse 21, it says, and while they were eating, Jesus said, truly, I tell you, one of you will betray me. Yo, Jesus tasted what it meant to be betrayed. However, we cannot now compromise on the word of God because of our hurts of the past. And if that's you, I pray that God would bring healing and forgiveness so that you'd be reinvesting, trusting the Lord again to raise leaders around you. So let me leave you with this challenge. Maybe you recognize one or more of these limiting factors in your life. Deal with it radically. I want you to recognize just how much this can limit your leadership growth and treat it as sin. Remember the Bible says in 1 John 1, 8 and 9, if we claim to be without sin, we deceive ourselves and the truth is not in us. If we confess our sins, he's faithful and just and will forgive us our sins and purify us from all unrighteousness. May the Lord break these limiting mindsets in us as leaders so that we can truly open our hands, invest, encourage, work hard, and raise up the leaders around us. Hope that helps. Look forward to seeing you again next week. God bless and bye for now.
Thank you for listening to this week's episode. Remember, if you'd like the notes that come along with this episode or any one of our past episodes, you can visit outlookchurch.co.za forward slash mustard seed leadership where you can see all our past episodes, all the resources and notes that go along with this. Until next time, keep growing.